Blake, and welcome to another episode of First Bell. Your source for all things axe and paddle. Axe anybody, and they'll tell you. The only thing better than an early morning polar bear sesh is an ice-cold podcast. To the face. Gentlemen, sound off. Run. It's the Big Maddie C checking in from the JC Junior K. And what's up? It's P. Fizzy Grisberg, your front man in the back bay. And taking the chill out of Schiller, it's your boy Zach Schiller. Start your engines, cause we're booming into episode two. Coming at you live. Welcome back to First Bell. We're reporting to you live from the big ball field. Construction is underway for one of the biggest structures ever built in Camp Kuchiching history. Any beavers listening, we need you to report down here. We have hay bales to sling. There's something coming at you. Beavers! Beavers! Hey, beavers! Beavers! We need hands. Gosh, what can't they do? When in doubt, leave it to beavers. You know, last night, Little Council was a hit. A lot of token cards flying around. There was no shuffle running, as I said last episode, but there was some shuttle racing, and I believe Cabin 9 took the token card home on that one. Now that I'm looking out of the big ball field, this looks like a whole new can of worms. But this ain't the fishing shack. Zach, what is going on here? Yeah, Pat, what we're looking at right now is called the Cornucopia, and we are about to play an all-camp game called Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger Games is one of the most amazing all-camp games that we play at Camp Kuchiching. There's only one survivor in this game, all campers are wearing armbands, and people form alliances to try and get an advantage in this game. But remember folks, all alliances must fall. All alliances must fall! So what we're looking at in the middle of the ball field hills is called the cornucopia. We're seeing candy bars, we're seeing soda pop. Really what you want to focus on are these power-ups, the golden shield and the golden hammer. These are two weapons in the game that will give you a complete advantage. One sec, one sec. Wait, who's that up? who is that on the climbing tower? Is that a camper up on top of the climbing tower? Oh, wait, no. Wait, that... Wait. That's Bobby Ecker. Bobby! 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 Hold on, we got to go catch up with Bob. Let's get up there. First bell will be right back after these short messages. Bobby! Charleston Chew? Double-A batteries. Bug spray. Charleston Chew. Disposable camera. Flashlight. m M&M. and Flashlight. Sunblock. Mugs. Shall be last and the last shall be first. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fear not, little dudes. Everyone comes in first when you're shopping at the camp store. And believe it or not, for the first time ever, that's not a drought on the line, but the camp store online. Online? That's right. Catch your one-stop shop in the net and on the web. Log on to your computers and go to www.campcoochaching.org where you can get your favorite merchandise shipped right to your home. Pop cards not included. Please ask your parents before logging on. <laughs> oh, wow. What's up? Yo, guys, it's it is Bobby. Yo, Bobby, Bobby Eckerd, dude. What's up, man? Hey, Risberg, how we doing, dude? You're a little out of breath. What's going on? Hi, Bobby. Hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, guys, how we doing? We're good. We're uh, we were actually wondering. We're um, we're doing a uh, episode two of the podcast First Bell. We were wondering if we could interview you. Are you familiar with the podcast at all, or First Bell? Are you guys you 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 guys kidding me? I love First Bell. Yes, unbelievable. I I would love I would love to be on this. Yeah, sure sure man. Tell me, ask me whatever. I'm in. Am I wrong? 
on my research on this? Or are you one of the maybe two or three people in Camp Kuchiching history to ever have won Scatter Dodge? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that, that is true. It was uh, 2008. I was a CIT, and to my knowledge, the only other one to do it was C.J. Wellington, who was uh, kind of a jack-of-all-trades at Kuchiching for a long time. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we've been up on this climbing tower for a little bit. We watched the first round. It was, it was pretty exciting up here. Well, I mean, this has been going on since 2014. Is there any kind of standout moments in this game that you remember witnessing? Like uh, this is, it's always an epic ending, but I think you, you've, you've telling us about an experience that is perhaps more epic than others. Yeah, I, I remember. I'm pretty sure it was the first time Hunger Games was played. I, I might be wrong on that. I'm, I'm I'm not sure if it was like Pete Setner or or Zach Schiller. One of those guys was in charge of the program's activities, and and they were working together a little bit, and they created this game, Hunger Games. Uh, the book was super popular at the time, still is now, um, but it, it it combined a lot of different games that we've done before, and it was awesome. And I think what really helped that game grab everyone's attention was the game I saw. So like you were saying, the game is, it starts with, I think we combined the prep in the junior camp, which is how many kids, 80 kids ballpark. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, About 80 kids. And, um, (laughs) as it got shrunk and smaller and more and more and more people got their armband pulled and got out, uh, there ended up being the final air horn, which was the last one where everyone kind of had to show themselves and come out of hiding. You know, some kids like to hide. Some kids were out in the open tackling each other, doing their best. But in the last horn, when the cornucopia shrunk to its smallest size, four lone survivors came out of the woodwork. And uh, <laughs> there was two preps and there were two juniors. And I wish I knew everyone's name in it, but I don't. Um, the only one that I remember, and I think everyone... Well, please shoot us an email if that was you. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I think everyone remembers uh, that Chase Elon was a prep at this time. And uh, people remember that name because, because he was victorious this fine afternoon. And uh, <laughs> so, obviously, in Hunger Games, there is only one survivor at the very end. There can only be one winner. So you can work in alliances with people, and you can work together, but at some point, you're going to have to turn on your alliances because only one person can win. And so when these people came out of the woodwork, it was two juniors that are older than the preps looking at two preps. And they kind of had this showdown and everyone on the sidelines stood up and got really excited and started, you know, hooting and hollering and getting closer and, and just got really excited about what could happen. And they're having this standoff. And my memories is that Chase looked at his prep compadre, his good friend, and just pulled his armband off. And his prep friend was was just defeated he's like what are you doing no no and all alliances must fall all alliances must fall and so this prompted the two juniors they're like well this is a prep like we can get him no problem so then they started going at it and they got in this wrestling match trying to get each other's armband off and in this mess of trying to get the armband off the the fans are getting closer and like getting super excited hands are up and everyone's going crazy and these two juniors are fighting each other and one of them pulls the armband off of the other one and as that's happening chase just kind of slipped in and took the other uh, wristband off of the, of the other junior and was immediately victorious and everyone just erupted we got him up on our shoulders we carried him around the ball field i mean it was it was the most epic display of athleticism i mean everything about it was just like a, a prep won the whole thing and fooled everybody 
And it was just, it was a glorious oh moment. I mean, gosh. he was, he was a king for, for that day. What a crazy moment. I, I remember I was there too. And I just remember, I could not believe it. No one could believe it. Everyone who was watching was like, did a prep really just win this? I mean, these juniors are sometimes like two times the size. I remember the junior was two times the size of Chase. Yeah. I think Nuts. Like, sometimes three, four. It's like David <laughs> and Goliath. Chase was what, 11 and the other kid, uh, the other kids were, were 13. That's a big difference. Yeah. So epic. Well, Bobby, <laughs> while we have you, what what's the trick to winning Scatter Dodge? Do you mind? Is there any insider information that you could share with us right now and bring onto the podcast? Dip, dive, duck, dodge, and dodge. I don't know. <laughs> <what it is. laughs> oh, oh! Looks like they just released the dogs. Uh, first bell will be right back after these short messages. Bobby Egger, you've been on a lot of trips, and from prep to senior, the trips just get bigger and bigger until you find yourself on a big trip. When you're taking out a big trip, Bobby, what are you sitting in? Well, you know, man, I've been uh, canoeing for a long time now, and I usually like to go with the Old Town. It's one of my favorite boats out there. They got a nice, you know, they're made out of Royal X and plastic and reinforce their thwarts. I mean, they're, you know, 18 feet long, and they're just like balls out there, let me tell you. And their main main. That's where Alex Ernst is from. That's right. It's your main man, Alex Ernst, to prove. You heard it here first. Sing it. I'm gonna take my trip in my old town boat. I'm gonna pry till I can't no more. Old town. And that's the last death. It looks like uh, we have a winner of the Hunger Games. Hey, talk about heart. They really left it all out on the field today. That is just such grit, such tenacity, making Mike Black proud down there. Wow. Honestly, it kind of goes in line, I'd say, with our L-O-T-W, O-T-W. That's the law of the woods of the week. <laughs> it's the law of the woods of the week. Be brave. Courage is the noblest of all attainments. Bob, when you think of Be Brave, you've been around the block quite a bit. What comes to mind? Help us meditate on this a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of uh, it's one of the most important parts of Law of the Woods and uh, that game we just saw down there of Hunger Games. Talk about bravery. I mean, unbelievable. Um, but man, when you ask me about you know what what comes to mind, I, I think I was. 13, I was a junior, and there's this one uh, Red Lodge church service that really stands out in my brain. Um, there was a counselor I had named uh, Tyler Bingham, and he talked about, I mean, I'll paraphrase it a little bit. He, he spoke for maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes, um, and he talked about this man. Well, when he was a boy, he found this golden ball with a, a golden yarn that can come out of it. And he didn't really know like a golden tether ball. Yeah. Like a golden tether ball. <laughs> he didn't really know what it was. Um, but when he pulled on the string a little bit, he realized that he was now home and he's like, what just happened? And that string, he found out fast forwarded time. And so as he grew up as a boy, he would be in school, for example, having a bad day. And, um, he'd give that yarn a little bit of a tug so that he can get back home and just not have to deal with these bad things that happened that day. Um, and he got kind of used to it. And when he got older, he would have trouble in his life, whether it was at work or with his family, anything bad that was going on, he would just resort to the golden string and he'd pull it a little bit more, um, and just fast forward these bad things. And this guy ended up pulling this string at all sorts of times and never had to deal with bad things in his life. And when he got older, and was, you know, in his late 80s and get, getting ready to, 
to die, he realized that he missed very important parts of his life. And, um, and he was devastated by it. Um, and what Tyler Bingham did with the story is he kind of, he related to what canoe trips are like for us and saying that you need to be brave Courage is the noblest of all attainments. and embrace some of these really hard things that you're going to go through on the trip. Um, he didn't try to say, you know, everything's going to be sunny days and tailwinds. He confronted everyone and said, look, you guys are all leaving for a canoe trip. You will encounter adversity and it's okay to deal with adversity. And here's how you get through it. And here's how it makes you a better person later in life. And you'll cherish those experiences later. And that's something that really, really stuck with me. Wow. Heck yeah. Resilience, you know, that grit. I think John Wayne had a great quote. He said, Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. John Wayne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even as the you know younger campers, as preps and juniors, you go onto these trips and you don't, you don't know that you're going to have to be brave. And you learn these things as you go. It's pretty cool. Even if you have no experience at Kuchiching, you learn a lot about being brave. And we talk about it a lot, but then experiencing it for younger campers is different. And then when you get older and you're a counselor, you, you, you're prepared for that kind of stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't even prepare for some of the things you take on on trail. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think most of it really ends up being mental. It's all about attitude and how you're able to... Uh, process difficult things and how you move forward yeah turning bad things into good things like when it's raining get everyone singing <laughs> man i'm just wondering if i had that golden ball if i would actually be pulling that string i mean i'm sure there's i mean there's a couple moments where i, I feel like i'd want to pull it but you're right you can't grow if you don't have these tough experiences right right and that's what this old wise man learned after years of not dealing with anything bad Bob, that was beautiful. Shout out to Tyler Bingham and all of Red Lodge and all of those campers continuing to be brave. Whether you're on the island or at home, this is your life and you are player one. Until next time, this is Pat, Bobby, Zach, and Matt. We'll see ya. Right here at First Bell. Oh, shoot. Ooh. That's Third Bell. Uh -oh. Boys, we got to get to dinner. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>